Hello and welcome to another episode of Talking Tropes. Hey guys, this one's a little bit different. Um, I'm Hannah. I'm David, and uh, today we're we're talking about a movie that uh, at the time seemed like the biggest the the biggest event of the of our life of our lives. It was. It was so huge. It was the highest grossing movie of the year. At the time, it was the highest grossing movie of all time. It's, it's Avatar. Yeah, like James Cameron's Avatar. Not uh, not the other one that we've been talking about Yeah, I know we normally talk about, you know, Avatar The Last Airbender, but now we're talking about Avatar the, the movie. The decade-defining movie. And I feel like this is truly the time... To, to be talking about it for so, so many reasons. And I, well, I just, one thing is just that it's been 10 years since it's come out. Right. I only saw it when it came out. I, I haven't yep. seen it since. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I have no memories, no strong memories of the film. David, I saw it, I saw it like twice when it first came out. And I can barely remember any, like, I know the general shape of the plot, it feels like, but the like, details are just so so effable, you know, like ineffable. Right. I mean, that's the thing, right? It was this film that came and went and people talked about a sequel for uh, literally a decade and never came out. They made a land, an avatar land in Disney world. And this was like, this was like a movie that was envisioned as like the only movie that will be able to compete with the new Iron Man Marvel movie stuff. (laughs) And then in between the time when it came out and now, Marvel was bought by Disney, and then Fox was bought by Disney. <laughs> so like, how insane is that? Owned by Disney. Like, like this is the ultimate, like, 2009 versus 2019, like, glow up meme. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> What is happening? It's a glow down, though. Nobody remembers this movie. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. You it talk to whatever. people, and they're like, "Hum a few bars from the Avatar theme, the 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 you know the the music from it." Oh, I couldn't if I tried. Name the main character from this movie. Oh, it's like such a white dude name. It's like Jeff or like. I believe Clive. his name. I believe his name was Mike and Sully, like from Monsters Inc. His name oh, was, was Mike Sully, name? right? Shit, was that his fucking name? I think you're right it was, about his It last was Mike name. and Sully. I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have you. Are you, you sure know, it's it not was a, it was a Monster Inc. reference. It could have been Mulder's. Is it was it Mulder and, and Scully? Scully? Yeah, like <laughs> I think his name was I remember, anything. you know, hearing a voice like kind of a, a racist patois going like, "Yes, Mike Sully." Take me to your white people, you know, like. Oh my god, was it John? There was something was going his on name with that. Literally just John, like. John Sully, Jake Sully. Jake, oh my god, I think it's Jake Sully. It's Jake Sully, but Jesus I, I think Christ. we should just call him Mike Sully, because uh, I like Monsters Inc. and I don't like this movie. <laughs> and he turns into a big furry blue cat, just like Sully he does. Oh my God, David, we are connecting the inter now Disney pieces. <laughs> you just have you just have like a, a Jake Sully like at at the um you know at the Disney park, and then <laughs> Sully from Monsters Inc. comes in. And he's like, yeah. which one of us is the big flirt furry blue cat? <laughs> Trick question. We both are. Ba-da-ba-da. Um, um, oh my gosh. So, I mean, here's the thing is like, I don't remember this movie starting. Did this movie like have a beginning? Uh, they're like, 
like in space or whatever, right? And he's like So he's like on a spaceship going he... to planet oh, uh is it called Pandora? Yes, the planet is Pandora. I will admit, okay, so the one uh, Avatar-related thing that I have done since the movie came out back in 2009 was <laughs> I I did recently, back in March, go to Disney World. Um, and okay, I went, so you saw the world. So I saw Pandora. the world, and it is Pandora. So I also might just straight up confuse shit I saw there with what actually happened in the movie, so I don't know if this will help me or hurt me. <laughs> I think I think what happens is he's on the spaceship. But doesn't he right? lose his legs first? Do we see him as like a regular? I don't soldier? think we see him. I think I did. Maybe he was born with his legs in a wheelchair. But it's not like Captain America exactly. You know, it, it's like he's like I used to be able to be a good soldier, but then I lost my legs, and all I want to do is die for my country, sir. <laughs> you know, like that, like that sort of shit. And he really wants to walk again. They make like a big deal out oh. of it. And it's like in this world okay. where you can make clone people. I remember how the and... movie starts. How it's, does it start? It's purple lighting. He's in his bunk and he like goes to get out of his bunk and he like throws his legs over the side of the bed. And we're like, <laughs> oh shit, this guy can't he use his legs. legs. It's, I mean, it really is like a sort of classic, terrible disability narrative. Oh, God, it's where so bad. his entire life is defined by his disability. And then and, his uh, story no, yeah. is about like overcoming his disability by not having it anymore. <laughs> well, and I also th I think we get some backstory later on at some point in the movie. I have no idea when this flashback comes in. But we find out he lost his legs because of his brother or something. Like his brother or like was also a soldier like his like, brother was also a soldier he was part of this avatar program i remember that yeah that's why they have this like genetic match of an avatar baby that they grew oh yeah like his brother was the guy before him but then he died or something yeah and so they were like and it's like so you can DNA. make an avatar that is a genetic clone of a dude <laughs> but you can't make a dude that's a genetic clone of a dude <laughs> Oh my god! I don't it's get it. So dumb. The, like just one more plot inconvenience that is makes up the entire clutch of the story. It's just various plot conveniences and inconveniences. And it's when so you stupid. went to the thing, when you went to Disney World, yeah. did they like explain repeatedly like the process by which an avatar is made? Yeah, sort of. Like, you know, it's like on those pre-ride, like, mini videos that they'll show you and stuff. Right. Where, you know, like, you're waiting in line for two hours, so they're like, eh, we'll give you a, something new every 15 minutes. <laughs> so, like, they, they kept explaining the science to you, right? So you yeah. know the science. I don't remember any oh, of the science. Oh, I don't. David, this was back in March, and I don't remember any of the science. <laughs> I mean, partly because it's all fucking pseudo garbage. Well, for me, it was know? back in 2009. <laughs> I don't. I had just gotten into high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, all right. Right. So, so, I mean, I think part of the reason that makes this movie so forgettable is that it's just a hodgepodge of tropes from other movies. Oh, absolutely. You know? Like, it's a Pocahontas narrative. It's Dances with Wolves. It's it's Fern Gully. There's... I've seen a lot of comparisons oh, to yeah. Fern Gully. 
I mean, I think sort of any white savior, environmental activisty kind of <laughs> movies or media before this is uh, what it gets compared to. But it's that entirely, like, vacant, like, Hollywood condemnation of deforestation or, like, cultural imperialism or anything like that. You know, it's all... It's, right. It's, it's all a facade for your money. Here's something I remember from Avatar, because it wasn't from Avatar, it was from 30 Rock, oh which is, God. there's a joke... There's a joke where um, Nancy Donovan, one of uh, Jack Donaghy's uh, lovers, takes Liz out to like a singles night. And so somebody brings up the movie Avatar and she's like, you know, I was rooting for our boys in blue, huh? You know, because she's sort of a, you know, suburban right wing type of person, Boston type. And Liz interrupts and says, no, actually, they weren't military. They were a private uh, mercenary group. So it was it was uh, it was private security hired by the mining company. So I remember that, <laughs> but not because I watched the movie. <laughs> I mean, I, I I think for some reason I didn't realize they were private security. It did feel like for some reason government military. But God, that's just a really sad reflection on the world. Well, it's the industri- military-industrial complex. It's everything bleeds over into one another. There's no separation anymore. Jeez. So basically, I mean, isn't I believe the plot is like the the goal for the the military is just to dig up unobtainium, which is the most uh, surviving artifact of this movie. Is oh the word God. unobtainium? Because it's literally the laziest word that anyone anywhere had ever heard. You know, like, like that's fine to have in draft one of your script about, like, space fossil fuel industry goblins. But, like, you can't keep that on draft 12. Or, you know, like, like you should have come up with just, like, an ounce of creativity for what the, like, fucking MacGuffin is. Other than unobtainium a thing which we cannot obtain like yeah but i mean that's at least that was memorable i mean we remember it all these years later everybody pointed out how dumb that was because everything else i've completely forgotten but like that's like being remembered forever at your high school because you're the kid who like shit in the cafeteria you know like it's not yeah this is the cafeteria shit of movies It's just, like, not what you want to be remembered for, man. (laughs) Right. So we're on planet Pandora because we've got to pick up some jewelry for, like, our aunt. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. That's what we do. Or, no, we're here to listen to music in the the late 2000s. There's too many. Or we're here. No. Yeah, God. There's just too many things. Named Pandora. I'm done. It's a bad name for a planet. It's not. It's no Tatooine. Yeah. So he like flies into this place, and there's the general who's all like, "Blurg, we can't get the unobtainium." And then there's Sigourney Weaver as like a hot scientist who's kind of like, "Hey, here's how you do shit." Like, were we supposed like were we supposed to remember her character? Does her character have a name? I remember liking her, but I feel like that's just. The residual Let's like call Sigourney her Ripley. Weaver. I feel like her name is still Ripley. <laughs> Ripley. I mean, I'll, I'll, can I just say this really quick about a Sigourney Weaver? I enjoy yeah. her every time she's on screen, but like her performance in both this and in uh, the the Defenders, which was the the four part crossover for all of the uh, 
Marvel TV shows on Netflix where right. she plays sort of the villain there. Like, I remember not liking that character, but still enjoying Sigourney Weaver playing her. Um, but I've now also totally forgotten everything that she did in that show. You know, like, she just You just remember these... her face and her, like, kind of scowl, you know, just going yeah. like... That, like, well, I'm so above clench. this. Right. You just remember little things, you know, from this movie. It's you remember the font, the font for the Avatar poster. The fucking because it was papyrus. papyrus. Yeah. I mean, it's like everything in this movie was selected to be as generic as possible. It's 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 insane. That's why that whole um, you know Ryan Gosling SNL sketch works so well. Which one was that? They did a sketch where it's just Ryan Gosling like spiraling into insanity because he's obsessed with the fact that the Avatar logo was just the papyrus font <laughs> with no like additions, but like just slightly tweaked, like somebody shaved off some of the edges or something. Like he's doing like letter analysis. <laughs> yeah, and it's a great sketch. It's one of the best SNL sketches ever made. Just because yeah, wait a minute. It was just papyrus. Oh, God. That was the whole poster. And then the design of the alien was just blue people with like yeah. pointy ears. They're basically elves. I know. They basically they're tall instead of short. They look like like World of Warcraft dark elves, but like slightly more human yeah. and a little bit more monkey hands. But like, did they have monkey hands? They were supposed to be cat hands. Cat hands? Did they have monkey hands? Are they cat hands? I see, I don't even remember what kind of hands they have, David. And I saw they them. had tails, I know that they because furries liked them. Oh my god. Okay, this is a thing. I, I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but. The hair sex thing. Should we hold hair on sex, to that sex or hair. just talk about it? It was it was not just hair sex. It was hair made for sex. It was the it was sex hair. So they did have sex with their hair. Well, it was sort of like they're partly psychic, and they wanted to give a sci-fi explanation for it as opposed to being sort of mystical. Uh -huh. So their solution was inside of their normal hair, they have like little tentacles oh, God. that like rub up against each other and. And you can dream oh, fast god. with them. Oh my god. I know, they fucking stole dream fasting. Like, literally nothing in this movie is original. <laughs> Not that, like, dream fasting was necessarily original, but, like, god damn. Right, and I mean, as far as, like, alien sex that isn't sex so that you can show it to children, I mean, Steven Universe did it better with Fusion. Right. Like... You can do things that are, like, intimate and kind of sexually charged and not make them be explicitly sex without it being just you shove your ponytail into someone else's ponytail. <laughs> and I swear to God, don't they use the ponytails to jack into the dragons as well? I think so. So there's, like, some weird implications there, man. Yeah. Like, I thought it was how to train your dragon, but it turns out it's how to fuck your dragon. Yeah. Okay, so anyway... We go there and we find out from big beefy military dude that the unobtainium is located in the stupid sacred tribal lands of the natives and they're going in but the natives are gonna get them. So we need... Why does he have to become one? He's gotta infiltrate them so they can find the, the source of their power or the source of their... Something. So, like, this is, like, like we recently, back in November, talked about, uh, 
<laughs> the noble savage trait. And I feel like yeah. it's so on display here, even though these are blue aliens. You know, like it's it's this idea of like, oh, the Indians knew where the gold was the whole time when they right, just and didn't it's all about just us. getting us to question our own civilization and the greed of the and the you know just the the ruby madness, right? You know, remember that Jimmy Neutron episode where they go digging for space rubies? No, <laughs> oh my God, what? Man, there's an episode of Jimmy Neutron. They go and they land on an asteroid and they get aster rubies. But then somebody tells them that they're going to get ruby madness and kill each other for the rubies. And then they do. Oh, my God. That's sounds, a great episode. Sounds vaguely familiar now that you've described it. And yeah, and then Carl Weezer is always shouting ruby madness. <laughs> you remember. God, I'm, I'm I remember that much that. more clearly than I remember after. <laughs> <laughs> more to latch on to there. Hell, yeah. So yeah, they got Ruby Madness, they gotta get the Unobtainium, and then we're supposed to be like, oh, how cruel that they would kill an entire group of people just for Unobtainium. But that's the thing, is it's it's not like they're colonizing the planet, right? But they are sort of destroying natural habitats. Like they, They're they... destroying it, but it's like, it. this is like a, a false narrative, right? If you're trying to make the parallel to Native Americans. Like, we didn't come to America just to like, you know, take natural resources, we wanted to just settle there because we considered it basically uninhabited. That, like, natives didn't count as people, so we were just the first to discover this new land. Right. So, like, that seems way more likely. And it just seems unlikely that we would look at, like, the Navi and be like, they aren't people. Like, they have language. Like, they talk, right. you know? But, I mean, so did Native Americans. Right. But, uh, I don't know. I just feel like... I think it's so... Do you really think that, that in the future we'll... we'll We'll, we'll, we'll still be on this same path even by the time we get to inter, you know, interplanetary travel. If we're on that path with capitalism at the wheel, yeah. It's really easy All to... Alright, well, maybe. To just, I mean, like, how many people know that this planet's inhabited? You know, like, if, you, if a capitalist could, like, wipe out a species but gain untold riches... Like, they'd kill the species and get the riches, and no one would right. know. I guess it's just that it's a cliche. It is. It's just what I'm reacting to. It's, like, cartoonish. <laughs> yeah. It's it's absolutely It's the Onceler. It is. You remember the Onceler? It's exactly the Onceler. It's the Lorax. Yeah, oh, God. They literally speak for the tree because Shit. the tree is alive. David, you're fucking right. The Lorax is definitely <laughs> another movie this got compared to. Oh, my God. <laughs> It was. They speak for the tree because the tree actually can only talk through them. Oh my god, it's so bad. But 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 Ferngully also had that scene. If you remember in Ferngully, where the fairy like puts the human's hand up to the tree and says, "The tree is hurting. Can't you feel its pain?" Yep. I feel like that scene's in this movie too. I Probably. can't be sure. I mean, isn't that also almost what happens? In, like, Pocahontas at some point. See, I don't think that she says that the tree is hurting, but she just says, how high will the sycamore grow? If you cut it down, then you'll never know. Which is basically, can't you see the tree is hurting? Yeah, right. At least in Pocahontas, Pocahontas is the main character and not John Smith. And that's, you know, at least it's not John Sully. That's true, yeah. Jake Sully. Jake Sully. I, <laughs> I forgot his name already. <laughs> Mulder and Scully. 
Um, so Mulder and Mike Wazowski go to, <laughs> I don't know, what does he do? Oh, so he gets into, like, the body, and then, of course, there's, like, the meeting with, uh, the hot native girl, which, like, wait, But babe. wait, how does he get there? Does he just walk up, and he's, like, is he wearing human clothes? I seem to recall he's wearing human clothes. Oh, I, uh, yes, he's wearing, which, like, makes barely any sense. Maybe their language only worked, did there, was it something with, like, they could only communicate if they were blue people? Well, I don't think they were trying to communicate with them, necessarily. I think, um, so, like, oh, if I remember, you the die air, if you go outside. Yeah, yeah, the air is, like, poisonous, so they have, like, these crazy mech suits, but if you're, <laughs> they wanted, like, I guess a cheaper? How is this more difficult? I how don't is know. how is making an avatar easier than just making a space suit? I could not even begin to explain to you. We make spacesuits now for I pretty know. cheap. It's oh god, it's very wild. It's amazing how much I'm remembering just by having this conversation with you. I think yeah. that that speaks to the way that like our memory, our cultural memory is something that we construct together as opposed to something where we just remember the movies as they are. It's a shared oh, yeah. social experience, these blockbusters. Oh, especially, I think especially blockbusters. Like, the point is, and then, like, the reason they matter is because they do leave these cultural impressions, even if some of the finer details are, uh, <laughs> are lost yeah. along the way. I just one of the images that I remember very vividly is the the avatar like embryo like floating in the tube and he's like yeah. kicking like he's dreaming or something no. like how does that work I don't even know or were they like exercising his muscles you know like like the Oh maybe something like No that. I don't think they were I think he was just like you know he sort of looks like a baby and he's See, just kind of like terrifying, kicking around cuz that implies that it has a consciousness that like he is subsuming or something every time he goes into it. I mean, it's the it's like the most cultural appropriation movie ever made. Oh, because it's in the end, literally, he stays a blue person. Yeah, he like he just he literally inhabits the skin of another race, and then at the end decides I would prefer to be this race. Or does he choose it, or does his body just die? I think his regular body dies, but I think he was going to choose it anyway. Dumb. Really stupid. Yeah. Because uh, I remember he dies because there's, like, poison gas or something. Or because he gets exposed to the environment without a suit. Uh, oh, yeah, that's what it is. Like, the chamber Isn't he, like, body... he's, cause he has to be in the Avatar, right? So he's in the Avatar when he dies and his, like, yes. limp disabled human body is just unconscious right so his disabled human body that is sort of awaiting its soul consciousness it's not really talked about um is like unconscious in this like med lab and then during like the climactic battle it gets like punctured so the air gets in there and then it like kills his human self and then he becomes solely jake sully right. the avatar but like would we would we like would we dislike his character if he chose to stay a Navi instead of being human? Like th is it to like where in the script writing process did somebody say, Oh, his human body has to be toast? Yeah. Is it because he has a disability and it can't be that he's just trying to get away from his disability? Oh no, I think this is like even worse than that. It's like if you have the chance to be in an able body. If you could of change any your kind, fate. 
<laughs> Would you? It's, well, it's this idea that like being disabled is so something you you would not wish upon yourself. That you'd be willing to change species for it, for to be abled, you know? Right. Like, well, why can't it just be that he's like a closet furry and that he just wants to live his life that way as a furry? Man, see, like, now we're talking, uh, God damn it! what's that good movie? Shape of Water. <laughs> That's what that one's about. Well, she doesn't turn into a swamp monster. Yeah, well, she turns into a fish person. She just gains gills, I think. I don't I don't think she changes anything else. Uh, yes. I, I feel like fish person-ness is implied. I mean, I think it's a lot closer to Brother Bear, <laughs> too. Oh, my God. <laughs> Remember Stop. Brother Bear 2, where she chooses to be a bear so that she can marry the Joaquin Phoenix bear, but oh, this time God. it's not played by Joaquin Phoenix. It's played by someone else. I mean... Who knows? Wait, who played Brother Bear 2 in Brother Bear 2? Oh my god, we're getting off topic. Alright. No, I'm looking it up. Alright, who played Brother Bear 2? Patrick Dempsey? Jesus Christ! What a strange switch. (laughs) From Joaquin Phoenix to Patrick Dempsey. Like, okay, I I kind of get it, but still pretty weird. Anyway, so so back to the plot of Brother Bear 2. Oh my god. Um I mean Avatar. I think you mean dances with wolves. I think I don't know what. So he goes into the village and he's wearing human clothes and he's like, "Hey, I'm a human in a you suit." And they like, and they're like point spears okay. at him. Do they do they attack him initially? Yeah, I think they're like kind of suspicious, but he's like, "No, I'm just a." Uh... Here to learn your ways, and uh, by the way, sir, your daughter is very hot. Could I bang her, please? Does he, does he say that immediately? No, is that no, what happens? but I think we get, like, those meaningful looks, and she's looking all, like, cute and baleful, but, like, also very, like, sexy and confident or whatever. She's so exoticized. Oh, I don't even absolutely. know who played her. I don't even remember well, the I actors who played any of these people. Oh, they were all so unimportant, David. The whole point is... It's all fucking CG, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, that adds to the lack of, you know, because, like, Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet in Titanic are so so iconic. You know, their looks are iconic, you know. All their lines are iconic. Paint me, Jack, you know. All the, I'm the king of the world. It's, I'm flying, Jack. It's all happening. You remember their names, even. Wait, were they... His name was Jack, and this guy's name is Jake? Oh, no. Okay, wait. Can we look up the cast? No. No? Yes. Let's do it. I feel like okay. we have to. We have point. to look it up. Who played these guys? Oh, no. Because I'll bet it will be people we don't even know. There's... Or will, and we'll be freaked out. Apparently the girl was Zoe Saldana. What? Yep. Who's Sam Worthington? Literally no one. Also, I'm so impressed with us for actually getting his name right. Sam Worthington? No, Jake Sully. But I oh, like yeah. legitimately could not remember <laughs> his name, and we made it. We got there. He was in Clash of the Titans, which oh came out a year later, and then that was like it for him. Jesus. After that, he was like, "You can't get any more roles, dude. You're, oh, you're toast." God. Yeah. Then he was in Wrath of the Titans. They say he's gonna be in Avatars two through seven. Ugh. Are we up to seven at this point? But that would be weird, right? Because he is no longer an actor with name recognition I mean, nor again, was he ever it doesn't matter like they're blue they're cgi robots you can make them any age you can you can make them cartoons exactly. you can make them voiced by gilbert gottfried exactly you could do whatever the fuck you want like can we make him voiced by gilbert gottfried yeah anyway so i think back in the village 
he's like facing some suspicion and they're like, fine, you want to become one of us? You got to prove yourself. And then he literally just has to go through like three trials or something. And like, yeah, it's very hero's journey. So we got like the call to adventure is that his brother dies. And then you've got supernatural aid, which is that he gets put inside the the avatar suit body. And then he crosses a threshold into the village, which is the, you know, the imaginary world. Right. Um, And then he's got a mentor, which is like her, the princess's dad, right? Yeah, or something like that. And then I, think I don't remember like, if there was a chief and whether the chief was male or female, and I whether think the... there was a chief, and I think it was a dude. And I think did he have a beard or was no, that Pocahontas? But I think he had like a top knot or something. He he had a man bun. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so there's some kind of mentor, but I guess it's more like the love interest is the mentor. Yeah. And then there are literally three challenges. And uh, and there's also uh, like a romantic rival, you know, for the hot native girl. There's a romantic rival? Was that not just in Pocahontas? I'm pretty sure. I don't think there was a romantic no, rival. No, I'm pretty sure. There's like the dude that he competes against in like all the really physical challenges, because like some some of them I feel like were like tree jumping or like herb collecting, but then others herb were literally collecting? I could be wrong, but I feel like they had to like find shit in the forest. Maybe I They had so to find wrong. herb. I And then they <laughs> smoke up, they go, you know, pass the peace pipe, bruh. And they get high and it's like, oh man, it's like we're all connected, dude. Well you have to like Everything's your... connected. You're not just like a warrior, like you're committed to the communism of the village, man. <laughs> you know, you gotta yeah, take well, your vegetables too, right. man. Or it was something like that. I don't remember. I could also be again entirely. I mean, it's wrong. not really communist. It's more anarcho-primitivist, isn't it? It's like I mean, things probably. were better back when we were hunter gatherers. Oh yeah, absolutely. Which again is sort of that a uh, noble savage. <laughs> trope we were talking about so does he ago. actually change or learn anything when he's doing these trials um, or does he just get introduced to the dragons i i <laughs> i mean i don't know i mean i think he does genuinely become better at the skills that he's learning i don't know if that counts as growth or change as like a character really we though. keep calling them dragons they weren't called dragons were they uh no i'm they had oh, a name. Shit. No, I'm sure they literally are like dragoons or something, or Dragoon? like, or like literally. You went to the the theme park. I what know. was the name of the ride where you ride the dragon? I don't remember. It was like it was like a ghost ghosties or oh something. Oh my god, I have to. I might have to look this up. I like. I don't want to look up a lot of no, things. No, wait. I remember. I remember. Hold on. It was uh, uh, Banshees. Oh, fuck. You're right. Yep. Banshees Flight. That's Which is, exactly why it. would they, why would they call them Banshees? First of all, they that's that very like... an English word. Right. And it means like a screaming female ghost. I mean, they do have that really loud screaming voice thing. Right, like, but why wouldn't they just call them dragons if they were already using English words for things? <laughs> Anyone would look at a banshee and say, "Oh yeah, that's a dragon." Yeah, and there is there is like a Navi word that oh that's the name of the people on Pandora is the Navi. Did we say that yet? I don't know if we said that yet. Thirty three minutes into this, we definitely said Navi, but I I I always it's N A apostrophe A V I. Is it? I believe you. Is it? I'm asking. I don't remember. 
I, I mean, like, because is it Naavi or Niiva? Is Nav? Is it's it Navi or Naavi? Nav, it's definitely at least Navi. Or Navi? Is it Navi? I, no, I think it's Navi. I think it's Navi. Jeez, you, <laughs> you got me. Clearly, <laughs> then you remember, got me, Navi. Didn't remember the two hours of uh, waiting build up for that ride. Sorry, Disney. Now, I could tell you, like, the names of all the actors on the Titanic, and I've never even seen that movie, all right? Yeah. I could tell you almost everything that happens in Titanic without even having seen it. I, th this movie, I saw it once ten years ago <laughs> through blurry 3D glasses at an AMC in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I couldn't, you know, really see the movie. I kept taking off my glasses to be like, wait, is it better if I wear the blurry glasses that uh, are smudged no. or if I take them off? Because it's blurry either way. Uh, but which gives me less of a headache. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, both of them gave me headaches, but you have to see it in 3D because it was supposed at the time it was like, this is the best 3D movie that's ever been made. And it still looked like you were looking at like, you know, uh, just a bunch of different like layers sort of stacked on top of each other like everything was on a different plane it wasn't a smooth three-dimensional image no but like i think the visual threshold of the film as a whole was and like i think remains very high like i think <laughs> no do you disagree I don't know. Like, does it look better than, like, a movie that came out, like, five years ago well, in here's, terms of CGI? here's our problem with that, is that we haven't seen it in ten years, so we can't say for sure. But, like, I, I mean, I was impressed with I mean, the visuals on the ride that I went on. <laughs> so, but, like, CGI effects, they always look dated. Like, that's, like, part of the natural charm of it. So, we don't put too much weight into something like looking really good anymore in terms of like vfx but i think 10 years ago we still did and that was the whole appeal 10 years ago we definitely did and that's why all the marketing was this movie looks gorgeous it's like nothing you've ever seen it's well, so realistic also but of was course, it though that's what the marketing was because there's nothing else to this fucking movie it's just recycled bits and pieces of 20 other movies we've seen before you know like the marketing yeah. team didn't have anything else to talk about, but I, I also agree it was because 10 years ago we were still very, very impressed by that kind of visual. Um, so I assume that somewhere in these trials he's going back to his base, right? Um, No, he's, he's like, talking to Sigourney Weaver again and they're having a conversation about something. I mean like do they oh yeah because she's like a naturalist so she's just like a sociologist or something oh was that like, her role i literally could not remember her ideology or I, anything that she ever said i remember her being a good guy not a bad guy um if i'm remembering correctly because i think she was uh well she's featured in the but she's like a disillusioned good guy who helps the bad guys well she you know she's just there to study the culture and she wants to preserve the culture because all good sociologists must preserve the culture and blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean, that's also true. I mean, but yes. I, just, but... I don't remember her saying anything. Like, I assume that Jake must be, like, talking to people. No, because saying... she gets her own avatar later. No, she yes. doesn't. 
Yes. I don't remember this at all. There's another one. There's two In avatars. my mind, literally the first scene is him meeting the avatar, and then the next scene is him going to the village, and then the next scene is him <laughs> riding a dragon, and then the next scene is them having hair sex. <laughs> that's, I think that's pretty accurate, but I think around the climax, or sometime in the second act, Sigourney Weaver gets a fucking avatar. But why wasn't she just doing it the whole time? Why does it have well, to be a soldier? I think she joins. Well, because it's not safe, and you know these people are like hostile and violent. So we need someone who's wait. If you die in the avatar, die. do you die in real life? Uh, yeah, I think that's what happened to his brother. Because that's where like well, your why soul doesn't... is. So wait, why doesn't it happen the other way around? Because it's whichever one your soul is in at the time. So wait, why didn't they just teleport his soul out of the avatar? How do you get out of the avatar suit? I thought you, I thought it just does like a zoom effect into your eyeball and then you pop out in your normal body. I mean, yeah, there's not like a cord or something, but they like shot Shouldn't there you just be or... like an emergency exit button? I, uh, maybe, but then like, man, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I didn't write this movie. Also, it's like you know that Doctor Who episode hearsay. about the about the goo people. You remember the goo people episode of Doctor Who where they're Vaguely? clones? Vaguely, yes. Season it's the six. one when they're in the factory or whatever. Yeah, it's like you know if that in, in that one they used like Avatar clones to like pick up things and put them down, and then if the, the clones got hurt, they you know they they could stay alive. Right. So this is not like that then. I'm 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 gathering. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Well, what's the what's the meeting with the goddess? What's the abyss of the avatar? Well, I think at one hero's point, journey monomyth. Basically, he accidentally betrays their location or some information or something about where the How does he do is. that though? I don't does remember. He, does he tell his superiors like there's a magic talking tree? I, I think he does try to, like, reason with them and is kind of like, no, you don't understand what you're doing. And, like, that's what leads us into the final battle is, like, he and Sigourney Weaver and, like, some other randos are all captured together. And they have to, like, I don't like, remember get... them getting captured at all. Don't they get captured? Do they not get captured? I think captured? they just pull up the tree. The tree gets pulled up and dies. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, and then they, like, all come together and, like, hold hands and glow or something, and then they go to war. They, like, plant a new Is tree. That, that sounds right. Do they plant a new but tree? But in this world, it's, like, all the animals are, like, USB ports, and, like, they can all, you know, they're just, like, standardized plugs that you can plug yourself into at any point. Yeah, because... You can do it with the dragons. And can you do it with some right. of the other ones? Or is it just the dragon? He definitely does it for a dragon. I don't think he... Maybe he rides one of those horse giraffe things. Uh, maybe. Oh, I don't even know. Um, but they all... They fight with, like, bow and arrows and spears, right? Yeah. Against and they're fighting with, giant like, robot mechs. Yeah. But they and do, like, just, like, fine. They just throw, like, a spear and it goes through an entire helicopter and uh, kills the pilot. Oh, God, I remember that. Um, do they do they have catapults? Is that a thing that was real? I don't think so. I think they're just throwing them. Maybe they have catapults. I think they have catapults, but, again, that might also be something that I saw on the fucking ride. 
that I went on. Maybe. So. But the ride would be accurate, right? I mean, yeah, but, you know, it could be world expanding. Because I think the idea was that, like, we went to, like, different areas of Pandora. And so you saw sort of, like, different tribes or something. You see, it's, it's also the same thing as Atlantis the Lost Empire, you know? Is it? It's also the same thing as that, where there's, like, you know, these military guys are trying to steal stuff. And then, like, the the good, you know, crew who, like, actually likes the native people, they, like, join them and, and use their magical powers to defeat them. Yeah, or... I mean, would you say it's Road to El Dorado-y, too, or, or less so that? In Road to El Dorado, the villain is a preacher, right? Yeah, but he teams up erroneously with the white dudes who want to conquer shit. I don't remember that at all. That happens at the end, but... I... Okay, I might remember Road to El Dorado worse than I remember Avatar. Oh, no! Um, <laughs> you should give that one a rewatch. <laughs> anyway, Avatar. The, uh, but they call the further animal friends. I remember that part because yeah. it's like they're, they're at their lowest point. Like they're not going to defeat General Scarface. Is that and his fucking name. What he did? He have a name? I don't. He I was don't just know. the general guy. Yeah, I just remember at some. And point, he had a scar on his face. He did, but I just remember at some point during one of the battles, he looked more CGI'd than the fucking blue people. Because like, he was in the robot suit, so he wasn't really there. He was green screened in, but or like, blue screened in. Yeah, but then he also was like, <laughs> like there was so much like CGI retouching to him that it was just like so off putting. I do remember that. He was wearing a tank top. Yep, and like the very <laughs> Ripley esque, but green this time uh yeah but he's not ripley sigourney weaver i know the irony man right so then i guess the transformation is when i guess jake leaves and comes back no wait hold on we missed an entire plot point where isn't the thing that makes the the navi trust him is that he summons the big banshee the big one oh yeah yeah he has the night fury or whatever or something like he he not only gets a dragon to prove his chadliness, he gets the biggest dragon. Cause, right, so that was before the, the he has sex with the lady. Yeah, because like, not only is he better at being a Na'vi than they are, he's like the best at being a Na'vi. He got the he's big He's the chosen dragon. one. He's the, he's the, they had a name for it. It was like a Nabu Boo Tubu. Or something. Generic. He is the chosen one, the boo boo sabu dabu dabu. Also, can I just say it's very strange. Well, I mean, it's not that strange, but it's just very telling that the main cast who were uh, part of the government and mining, or I guess the private contractors and the uh, the mining company, they're all yeah. white people, and then all of the natives are played by brown people. Yeah. It's just... Because white people are the bad guys. I mean, yeah, white Listen. people are the bad guys, but, like, <laughs> they're blue. And, like, it's... <sighs> Was, were there any other characters that were missing? Like, you've discovered a whole treasure trove of characters that I totally forgot about. Like, the chief and the sexual rival. Um, here, let me... I remembered Sigourney Weaver. Were there any other characters? Yeah, I can read off some names if you want. 
Uh, yeah, what are their names? So Sigourney Weaver's name was Grace, apparently. Grace. Uh, and then there were a couple of guys who, like, have names, but, like, damn, man. They're white, so they were probably soldiers, but I have no idea who the fuck <laughs> these characters are. Do they are. have lines? Parker like, Selfridge, you know, I'm Norm used to a Spellman, cast of thousands. Trudy in my Chacon. Uh, okay, there's what I'm guessing is a Navi villager named Moat. Didn't know that. Moat, yeah. No, uh, I don't remember Moat. You know, when I Google the, the phrase Avatar characters, it does not come up with characters from the movie Avatar. <laughs> I wonder why. Um, there's comes also... up with Last Airbender. Because that, strangely enough, a TV show that was watched by maybe a third of the people who watched, like, Avatar the movie oh my God. is so much better remembered, so much more fondly remembered, and had so much more of a lasting impact... That it, you know, spawns sequels that actually came out. David, I, I for, we forgot a character who was another scientist. So, okay, so I think Sigourney Weaver was like the sociologist. But then there was Dr. Max Patel, who was, I think, the guy who actually made the Avatar itself. Like, made the Avatar body. Parker Selfridge was the, the government leader guy? I guess. Oh, oh, shit, there was apparently the whole horse clan that, I guess, is one of the other clans. There was clans. a horse clan? Yeah, I guess that's what it's called, horse clan Was leader. there, like, clan struggles? I guess. I have no fucking clue. All right, clue. I gotta tell you, I, I, for some reason, I remember Rowan Atkinson being in this movie as a blue person, but what? that's because Mr. Bean came out, like, the same year, and a bunch of people photoshopped him into... Oh, my God. Being an Avatar Navi. Not a lot. Alright, I'm looking up Avatar Navi hands. Okay. That's what I'm doing. I gotta see what their hands this look like. This has just turned into us, like, we're just so desperate for details that <laughs> all we can do is... We've run out of stuff that we remember. We're yeah, going internet now. Okay, so I, I do think remember... they just have regular ass human hands. Are they? They're not like ape hands. Are they? Do they have fingernails? Navi hands. They have toenails. This is gonna fuck up my Google search. Okay, but they're like, okay, they're these like extra long hands, kind of. No? Because they're tall. They're like nine feet tall. Yeah. Damn, I like... But you could never tell how tall they were because you only had like three different scenes where the Navi are actually near humans. Right, they only had four fingers. What? Yeah. Is that real? Yeah. They only have, like, three fingers and a thumb. What the f- Why? I don't know, man. Why would they have everything exactly the same except that? I don't know, man. They've got belly buttons. It is N-A apostrophe V-I. Oh, What the God. hell? How would you pronounce that differently than Navi? Navi. 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 Jesus Christ. The world is so strange. Um... Yeah. In conclusion, I think they beat the the mining company and they leave. Yeah, they like blow up the mining company. Um, his body dies, and I think Sigourney Weaver chooses to like become a blue person. They both do. Yeah, because she just has to know, man. 
She's so in love with the culture. David, should we look at the Wikipedia summary for this plot and find out how close we were? Yeah, let's do it. We ca- we got to do it. Okay, plot. God, this is so detailed. Jesus Christ. The year is 2154? No, we got to skip That's past so that. That's so soon. We got to skip past that. Um... Okay, so we're in another planet. It's called Pandora. Poisonous atmosphere. Got that one. Uh, Inhabited by the Navi. They're ten feet tall. Okay, and they live in harmony and worship a mother goddess named Iwa. Iwa? I have no idea. Iwa. How does it say that? Uh, and then Neytiri. I forgot that the, the yes! girl's name Neytiri. A former Marine. Jake Sully is a former Marine, and he's paraplegic now, and he's got to replace his deceased identical twin brother. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're nailing it. So far, I, I want the ding, ding, ding counter. <laughs> After Jake is initiated into the tribe, they choose each other as mates. And soon afterward, Jake reveals his change of allegiance when he attempts to disable a bulldozer. God. Okay, so so apparently Moat was Natiri's mom, who's the like hot girl, uh, and she's their spiritual leader, and she's the one who's like, we must bring him into our society. So you're saying that there was absolutely no chief with a top knot, and you made that character up, and I believed you. I guess so. <laughs> I was really confident, but like, man, damn. Wait, no, that's not true. That's not true. Oh uh, no! Natiri's father, the clan chief, ha! Is, is 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 also there. Ha ha! I was right. Okay, I just, the giant tree that they worship or whatever is literally just called home tree. Like, again. Yeah, it's not called boo-boo sabu like everything else. Like, just fucking lazy writing. A home tree under which lies the unobtainium. Like, yep, which stands above the richest deposit of unobtainium in the area. Damn. Okay, so that happens, and then I guess after that is when he... He goes to find the Toruk, which is the the big banshee. Yeah, okay. Oh, right. In order to transfer somebody's body permanently into an avatar, you need the tree. I forgot about that. Oh, is that? What? Why? How? Because it, like, it's like the tree is magical spirit healing brain transfer. And it can transfer all of your memories and your soul, because it's a tree of souls. Okay. And then Jake prays to Iwa, and that's how they, um, how the, the, the forest summons all their animal friends, like it's, you know, freaking Snow oh. White up in here. Okay, so I was almost right about the Grace thing, is that she does have an avatar, but then she's dying, and so he's like, please transfer her into her avatar so she can live. And they try to do it, but then she dies. So she doesn't get Oh, so she be. doesn't live. Yeah. So Grace dies. They always kill the Sigourney Weaver. I'm sorry, Sigourney. You gotta go star in the next sci-fi fantasy uh, <laughs> Disney production somewhere else. Oh, the her, her dad dies. Natiri's dad dies during, like, the attack from the miners. Right. Yeah. The, 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 the general guy's name was Quaritch? What a terrible name. Quaritch? Like, what 
There are no good characters with Q names. Yeah, so fucking General Quidditch over there. Um, just, like, kills a bunch of people. And then there's a pilot who, like, frees a bunch of them. And that's when Grace gets hurt. And that has to be healed. But then she dies. And then after that is when Jake finally unites, I guess, all of the clans, which was maybe a problem this whole time. Ugh. Uh, and they have to battle the mining company. Yeah, but then he strikes first, so they have to battle around the tree, right? The tree definitely gets destroyed. Yeah. If it doesn't get destroyed, then I'm a liar, because I swear <laughs> to God I saw it. Jake destroys a makeshift bomb before it can reach the Tree of Souls. Quidditch, wearing an AMP suit, escapes from his own damaged aircraft and breaks open the Avatar Link unit containing Jake's human body, exposing it to Pandora's poisonous atmosphere. I called it. Uh, yeah, he he dies. <laughs> Quaritch prepares to slit the throat of Jake's avatar, but Natiri kills Quaritch and saves Jake from suffocation. Um, I just think yeah, it's interesting. Like, th there's no avatar aesthetic really like there's floating mountains but it's just like a forest planet yeah i it's, mean it's basically indistinguishable from like endor or you know maybe swamp planet i guess it's blue yeah but like is blue an aesthetic <laughs> <laughs> i mean i it's aesthetic enough for disney to build a whole theme park around it i just can't believe they did that it doesn't make any it sense it doesn't make any sense david i can't believe there's gonna be according to you six more of these well what does it say in, under sequels production i thought it was only five but like dang uh there was a cirque du soleil show that they did <laughs> Two sequels were initially confirmed, uh, and then it was subsequently expanded to four sequels. Oh, yeah, so there's only five more coming, right? There's four more sequels. There's four, four more for a total of five. Oh, but then, although yeah. the last two sequels have been greenlit, Cameron stated in an interview in November of 2017, let's face it, if Avatar... Two and three don't make enough money. There's not going to be a four and five. I mean, so, how the hell is Avatar two not going to make money though? Like, I feel like people are going to see it just to be like, "Hey, I forget what is this." <laughs> but I hear was thing. this good or bad? My I don't prediction remember. is that Avatar two will make money, and then as long as Avatar two is as fucking mediocre as it probably will be, and three comes out soon enough after that, three is not going to make any money. Like. It's just going to tank. That's my prediction. Yeah. But it's just this weird thing. And it's I think it's part of the idea that like the late 2000s and early 2010s did not have an identity. Like it wasn't <laughs> yeah. until like 2015 that we started having like hipster culture be like a thing. Yeah. Right? And that was sort of our defining thing. Like we had hipsters the way that the 60s had hippies. Mm -hmm. And our movies were well, all superhero movies. But that hadn't really started yet. <laughs> yeah. but It was just in this then, weird nebulous time where nobody knew what the blockbusters were going to be. Nobody knew what the culture was going to be. Nobody knew anything. I mean, I think people did know things. I think we didn't know anything. <laughs> you know, we were 12. <laughs> Like, no, but but what what was the culture in retrospect? What was two thousand nine? What the fuck was two thousand nine? You're right. It was. I think Obama a had just been elected, and we didn't know what the difference was 
between Obama world and Bush world. We didn't know what it was, what it was to have hope and change in our, in our minds and hearts. (laughs) Right. Change to what? And then what we found out what the change was to in like 2015, and we found it was a change to Donald Trump. That's when we all got cynical and started just being completely metafictional with everything. Right. And everything just became shared universes and shared this and that. But none of that was around. None of that had started in 2009. That's well, hadn't the MCU just started? Didn't it start in like two, No, it was just it was just Iron Man in 2009. Oh dang. Didn't the Hulk come out at some point? I think. Let's see. Marvel It looks like Iron Man came out in 2008. Incredible Hulk also came out in 2008. So it was just those two and like Iron Man was the only one that did well. We didn't even know if after Hulk there would be like more of these things. Like, sure, we had these, like, post-credit scenes to tell us there will be more, but we didn't know it would be a thing. Right. Also, in 2008, Spider-Man 3 came out, which, you know, <laughs> did not succeed. Right. Uh, it didn't make money. People thought maybe superheroes are done. Oh, the times, they are changing. Yes. They changed. They changed. But this was, this was the biggest movie, the cultural <laughs> landmark, in a year with no cultural landmarks. Yeah. What else? came out in 2009 like what else was nominated 2009 blockbusters i'm googling it now i all right you do that i'm gonna look at what was nominated in the oscars that year like let's like let's all just collectively remember 2009 together right so it was avatar transformers 2 star trek the reboot which was a better sci-fi movie even though it was a dumbass movie (laughs) and then the next one is harry potter 6 so we were just sort of like harry potter is so firmly of the 2000s and not the 2010s. Right. Because we like, were rounding out Harry Potter at that we point. We were rounding out at that time. And, like, so we were just starting to wrap up the idea of these other movies having cultural impact. It looks like Sherlock Holmes with Robert Downey Jr. Oh, my God. This is the year of Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah, that's the, like, our biggest movie was from India. Like, well, the one of. with, like, huge cultural impact. I mean, it was an American version of Indian premise. It was an American production, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was also the year of The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, Frost Nixon, Milk, and The Reader. The Reader. I didn't see The Reader. Yeah, I mean, who did? I have no idea. I don't remember anything about what that movie is. Um... Apparently, Kate Winslet won Best Actress for it, question mark. Dude, District 9 was in Hollywood, was in 2009? That makes sense. I like District 9. I mean, yeah, but it also And that one's also sense. about colonialism and fascism and, and, <laughs> and aliens. you know, how, how, we, how we hate aliens. And it was way better done. It was a way more cohesive narrative, and it still holds up today. Absolutely. Oh, God, this is the same year as Changeling and Doubt as well. With Angelina Jolie and Meryl Streep. Jennifer's body. Oh my god! David, this was the same year as The Dark Knight. And and Watchmen also? Fucking Heath Ledger won the fucking Dark Knight posthumously. I thought Dark Knight was 2008. Are you sure that that wasn't 2009? Oh no, am I looking at the 2009? Oh, you're totally right. I'm looking at the, the wrong year. You fool. I'm you darn idiot. fool. It's 
not the 2009 Oscars. It's the 2010 Oscars for movies that came out in 2009. That's so <laughs> stupid. Don't worry about it. Hey, you know, 2008, 2009, it was all the same thing. You know, we were just getting out of, out of Bush. We were just getting into it's Obama time, you know? Yeah. All right. Let's see what the fuck. All right. Oh, was this? Oh, this was the year that they expanded the uh, best picture category to be up to ten, to ten entries. Right. Did Avatar win best picture? Uh, no, the Hurt Locker did. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also terrible. Yeah. It's also not a good movie. Oh, but okay. So also nominated for best picture this year, uh, we get Avatar, The Blind Side, District Nine, and Education. Inglorious Bastards, Precious, based on the novel Push by Sapphire, a serious, a serious man, Up and Up in the Air. You know, funny story. Uh, uh, you know, Avatar was also based on the novel Push by Sapphire. <laughs> I just love that after that movie came out, there was the like within the entire like NBC comedic lineup. There were various jokes just based around how wordy that title was. I don't know. I enjoyed that. Yeah, immensely. I mean, it was, it was, it was pretty wild. Like they could have just called it "Push," or they could have called it, you know, "Precious," and just say in the credits that it's based on a novel. Yeah. But they wanted to include the the advertisement in the title. I don't know. We just were so lost as a country, you know. We thought we'd found yeah. salvation and hope and change, but we didn't know what we wanted. No, we we knew nothing. Um, God. And so we ended up getting, you know, what we wanted was to just blindly consume Marvel products and Disney products until we die. Yeah. So on that note. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This was Avatar. Do you guys remember Avatar? Did we help you remember? Did we... Do you share our cultural, uh, you know, uh, uh, amnesia about this film? About <laughs> this decade? Or like, goddamn. I just, 2009 feels like ancient history yeah. at this point. I just thought it was so special to be 10 years out from this movie, having only watched it when it came out. Yeah. I haven't watched it since. Yeah. And just to, like, it, Avatar used to be used on all the advertisements for 3D TVs. Oh, yeah. Which are not a thing anymore. I think they still sort of are, but they're very niche. But they're never... You don't market a television as the brand new 3D television. It works in 3D. I, I mean, yeah, for the most part, no. But I, I still do occasionally see those advertisements every now and again. They still percolate under the surface. Um, right. But, but yeah, you're right. It's still just always... But, but remember, Avatar used to be the advertisement for all of them. It's it's Avatar and then, like, close-up nature documentary footage of, like, frogs and shit. Or, like, hummingbirds. <laughs> you know, it's like, those are the three things that they... Or, like, sports occasionally. You know? All right. It's, like, it's yeah. so... Ugh, it's so wild. Um, but, but, yeah... Who knows what Avatar is going to look like 10 years from now when Disney owns the words that we're saying uh, and <laughs> Yeah, when we all just all... work in the Disney factory making new superheroes based off of uh, you know military contractors. Yep. Yep, that's that's our future. Um so on that note, we're almost at the end of the year. I hope 
that you're able to make the last few weeks of uh, 2019 fun and delightful as we all head into what is sure to be a slog of a year, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and yeah, next time we're going to be talking about uh, another Disney sci-fi property. We won't uh, tell you which one, though. We won't you tell you which one. It's a secret. In, <laughs> in the Wars. comments of uh, wherever you find this video, or, or tweet at us at Talking Trope with with what which Disney sci-fi series you think we'll be talking about next. That has a December release. <laughs> it's Star Wars. It's you don't Star have Wars to guess. It's Star inside. Wars. All right. Talk to you next year, next day, next time. Bye. Bye.